This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. Last fall, South Carolina welcomed a new arts organization to a region experiencing unprecedented growth. The Rock Hill Symphony Orchestra played its first concert to a sold-out hall, and the orchestra has continued to soar since then. Coming up on September 7th, the orchestra launches its second season in a new, larger home, but with the same distinguished conductor on the podium. My guest is that conductor, maestro David Rudge, here to talk about the Rock Hill Symphony Orchestra's auspicious start and the upcoming season. Maestro, welcome and thanks for speaking with me. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you to begin by telling me what factors do you think account for the tremendous success the orchestra has seen right off the bat? We made some good decisions, I think. We didn't start too big or too small. We have a great board, which is growing, of, of uh, smart, uh, committed people, a working board. We have uh, 100 volunteers now. So it's really a reflection of that community that is wanting an orchestra, and it seems like it's the right time and place for it right now. The community includes so many sponsors that have increased uh, over the year as well, and um, some fantastic players have been gathered. So altogether, it's resulted in three sold-out concerts this year. The whole season was sold out, and we're now moving to a bigger venue. I wanted to ask you about the new venue, which has 1,500 seats, as I understand. Where is it, and uh, what can people look forward to from it? It's South Point High School, which is a rather new school. Looks kind of like an airport. It, it's uh, so it's a wonderful op- uh, entrance way, lobby, and um, a lot more perks for us. We have a shell, we have risers, we have all these things that that real halls have, and um, it's slightly out on the outskirts of Rock Hill. And uh, but we really look forward to occupying this new space. Now, how are you starting this second season? Who and what is on the program, which is titled Gypsy Love, as I understand? Well, we're starting with an overture by Kalinikov, which is not played that often, and but it's a beautiful piece of Tchaikovsky-esque music, Russian overture, the overture to Tsar Boris. I've loved Kalinikov's music for some time. I've done both of the symphonies, which are uh, underplayed, I think. They're fantastic uh, melodic uh, music. And... The soloist is Victoria Vargas from the Minnesota Opera. We've worked together a number of times, and she's going to be singing one of the Mahler Rukit Lieder, uh, which is translated as I Am Lost to the World. It's a transcendent, beautiful piece of German leader. And then Defaya Elamor Brujo, which translates as Love the Magician. And that's sort of the gypsy uh, element to the program, this flamenco an atmospheric music and uh, highly Spanish in nature. And, and then the Sibelius Second Symphony, a great closer and uh, staple of the symphonic literature. You know, it's it's kind of mirrors most of our programming in a way where people come who aren't familiar with classical music or who are and just love this kind of music. Uh, getting people coming to the hall saying, my... my uh, husband or wife dragged me to this concert and then now we have a season of subscription already you know and so it's it's that kind of piece where it's got both it's got some real depth and it's got some real punch both in that same piece and a little bit for everyone in the orchestra to do a lot for them to do actually what about the rest of the season tell me briefly what other concerts you have planned well um the program in in February uh, features Jeffrey Kaner 
So he's a sort of a superstar in the flute world. Mm -hmm. If you uh, know his background, he was principal in Pittsburgh and then Cleveland, where all those uh, recordings of the Beethoven symphonies were made with Dachiani, and then uh, for some years principal of Philadelphia Orchestra. So um, I've worked with Jeffrey several times before. He's always a breeze to work with and a, a alt consummate professional. And so he's doing the Lieberman Concerto for Flute. It's a very tonal, beautiful piece of American music. And preceded by the uh, Berlioz Overture to Beatrice and Benedict. And then we end with Tchaikovsky Four, another warhorse. Yeah. So uh, the other concert is in May. It's um, Rossini's Overture to Barbara Seville and the El Garcello Concerto. Peter Stumpf is a soloist. Um, we found by chance that his sister is a local. She was the timpanist for Charlotte Symphony. She's our, our timpanist. Oh, right. I thought the name Carol was familiar. Stumpf, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I've known Peter since we were in school together. And then we end that program with the uh, Mendelssohn Scottish Symphony. And we've added another concert this year, a holiday concert on December 14th. That'll be holiday favorites, holiday presumably. Favorites, yeah. Sort of a gift back to the community in a way. What's your philosophy for uh, planning a schedule of concerts for an orchestra, and a community. To have music that, as I said, is accessible, and then little by little putting things like the Kalinikov in and other things, uh, even the Lieberman, that is just as accessible but aren't, isn't played that much, you know, and the, the players uh, like it, the audience ends up liking it and uh, trusting that whatever they're going to get is going to be, it's gonna be uh, easy to listen to but challenging at the same time, like the Mahler and the Defia, in a way. You know, you follow what's happening, but it's fascinating music. Um, and it just depends. You know, it's tailored to the audience. Uh, uh, I'm at a college in New York where we're doing Penderecki. We probably won't do that here, you know. Uh, but Not yet. <laughs> not yet. No, I mean, things change over time, you know, right. as people, people look for other things. And uh, uh, so even the Mendelssohn isn't done as much as other things, and uh, it's a wonderful piece. So, um, variety, uh, quality, these basic things, and then little by little, more innovative and more challenging for everyone. I'm struck too by the way you described that. That you're. It sounds like you're considering it not only a, uh, an ex, uh, an opportunity for discovery on the part of the audience, but also on the part of the musicians. Yeah. The other night we did a concert. A small group of really fine string players were available, and we we did a a, a run out concert to Sun City. They wanted a concert, so we went out and did this. And it was uh, places that everybody plays a lot. Things like the Holberg Suite and the uh, Divertimento by Mozart and. Then we did the William Grant Still Dances of Panama, and it's new for them, and they mm -hmm. loved it. Mm -hmm. And the audience was, uh, of course, how can you not like that music, right? Before I let you go, give me an idea of some of the other initiatives the orchestra pursues in serving Rock Hill and the region. Well, the region's part of our mission, which is that we are subtitled the Orchestra of York County. So... We're taking that, now that we have our feet in the ground and uh, starting some roots in Rock Hill, um, the roots are not real deep yet because we're one year old and kind of astounded at our own uh, beginnings. And so as those roots go deeper, the branches go out as well, you know, into places like where I just mentioned, that concert uh, nearby. And 
we are looking to go out to Fort Mill and including family concerts, one of which we did last year as well, and into the schools. We now have a, a rather major grant to what uh, we competed for and won to go into the nine Title I schools with instruments. And I teach music, I teach free improvisation where I am in New York, and I'm taking I took that in last year. We did it as a test to see how this worked, and then received the grant. So now it's much bigger initiative, and ending with a concert we're going to give for them, and then I wanted them part of it. So we're going to have a side by side at the end of that concert as well, with uh, the better uh, select high school students in, in the area. It sounds very ambitious and exciting, and given the track record so far, I think uh, you're assured of uh, success with that. My guest has been David Rudge, music director of the Rock Hill Symphony Orchestra. He leads the orchestra when they begin their second season on Saturday, September 7th at 7.30 p.m. in a new venue, the 1,500-seat auditorium at South Point High School. And the program is titled Gypsy Love, featuring mezzo-soprano Victoria Vargas singing Rupert Leader by Mahler, as well as music from De Faya's El Amor Brujo and also the Sibelius Second Symphony. Maestro, thanks for speaking with me. Thank you for having me. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.